Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. We are chatting tarot all season long, and today Anna and I are talking about the sixes and the sevens with you. So grab a piece of paper, a pen, take some notes, grab your own cards, look at, kick back, and listen in. Anna, it's time for the sixes and the sevens. Woo! <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, so last time we were going to talk about the fives and the sixes, but the fives was such a great discussion that it just we just kept talking. So <laughs> here we are again. Here we are again, um, the sixes and the sevens. So at the fives, we're given that opportunity to sort of reflect, look at conflict. Is it external? Is it internal? Like, what is, what is even happening? What do we do now? Yes. That's what happens at the fives. <laughs> and I suppose if we meet that conflict, either external or internal, we reflect on it, we do the work there, we sort of move forward. That doesn't necessarily mean that we are making it easier. Making it easier. Yeah. So what do you want to start with? You pick. Well, I don't know. We can just go in order, I guess. In, in order of what's in your hand. Yeah. Because there is no particular there is order. No particular <laughs> so in order of what's in my hand, you <laughs> listeners cannot yeah um okay so that would be the six of cups this is the six of cups so the six of cups traditionally speaking usually shows um like two what looks like to be children and they're kind of having their cups and they're handing them to each other they kind of like flower vases in that i feel like that one of them has flowers in them i don't know and we're looking back at the dark mansions tarot again today and this lady is surrounded by cups but actually do have flowers in them and she's kind of looking at photos and stuff um so the six of cups is a card of of nostalgia remembering things that f made you feel emotionally fulfilled when you were younger or yeah. happened in the past or um it's oftentimes a card that reminds you to get in touch with your childlike self uh your inner child and to do things or to be around the people um that made you happy at a time when you were less stressed in life, like when you yeah. were younger. <laughs> yeah, the traditional right away depicts the kids. Right. Um, so like a childlike energy, um, that kind of that sense of wonder, wonder that you have as a kid, mm -hmm. as opposed to an adult where you're just like, man, I have so many things to do. Right. As a kid, you remember like when you're a kid and you see like a building or something, you're like, this is the biggest building ever. Yeah. And then as an you adult, you're like, this is Small. insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> it's that idea, like what? That nostalgia for things that felt wondrous. Yeah. Well, oftentimes, too, as like adults, you forget, like, what you, like, you grow up and you're like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Like, what is my passion? What brings me joy? It's like the big questions, right? Like, mm -hmm. what is my purpose? And <laughs> a lot of times we forget that when we were young, we did really love something. Mm -hmm. And, like, we knew it, like, at our core, that that was, like, what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And we forget that. Yeah. We have to find ourselves again. Mm -hmm. So that five of cups before this was that um, feeling sad about what was lost, but remembering there's still so much there. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, 
and we focus on what we do have, we can maybe come back to this place of remembering, remembering, feeling joyful and like there's wonder and amazement all around us. Um, yeah. So the six, is, the cups is those emotions. Mm-hmm. It's a feminine suit. Uh, and yeah, childhood wonder. Childhood wonder. Getting reminiscing. With your ch- inner child. Yeah. Family <laughs> memories. And, and depending on what the card comes up with too, it can speak to child, like childhood things that happened. Right. Uh, so you, when you pair it with other cards, obviously this, this can switch, but we can look at that idea of a younger, naive sort of essence, essence, yeah, idea, yeah. version of you. Oh, uh, do pentacles next? For, for, for sure, for sure. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> something, something's happening. <laughs> All right, so the six of pentacles. So we come off the five of pentacles when we're feeling like we don't have much, mm-hmm. um, that we don't have everything that we need to care for ourselves. And we come to the six of pentacles where you have this person kind of handing coins to people kind of with their hands out um, asking for help. Um, So we've kind of flipped the switch a little bit here because in the five of pentacles, it looks that we don't have a lot um, and that we're without. And then in the six of pentacles, I guess, depending on how you're looking at it now that I'm thinking about it, um, we would typically think of ourselves as a person giving something to somebody else. I don't know. Maybe we're the person asking at this point. Uh, we've, we've learned that it's our time to ask. But anyways, it's a card of talking to you about like giving your materials that you can when you can. Um, so again, the card we're looking at, there is a lady dressed really nice and she's handing some money to a little girl who is not dressed as nice as she is. So you can tell that there's a difference in their I don't know, class. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, so in this card, you're reminded that when you have enough to help other people that don't have enough to do that. Um, but to also make sure that you're not overspending your means yeah. and not overgiving, but also making sure that you're giving to people who deserve your, your situations, like yeah. your time. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're giving up of your time and energy to people that deserve it. Um, and that can give back to you in some way, even if it's not like money, um, but can help you then afterwards with like cleaning your kitchen (laughs) or something. Yeah. I do think that uh, particularly, um, in times where we feel like we've been down and out and then we find ourselves with some kind of abundance, whether that's in time or money, we want to turn around and like, cause we're so excited, you know, we want to like buy dinner for everybody or we want to like, you know, do something and make sure that we're still smart about that, you know, right. and we're not just like giving everything that we've just, we were just able to receive in for ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. Next. Six of swords. Six of swords. Okay. So we're coming off that five of swords where <laughs> we're not sure like what even just happened. What happened, you know, like we gained something, but at what cost? How are we feeling? Um, and at the six of swords, this is an interesting swords card because I feel like when I think about the the suit of swords, I can remember like exactly in my head what the two of swords is. I can remember what the three of swords is and the four and the five. Um, but when you get to the six, I sometimes forget like what this card like is, like the imagery of this card. It like seems to like evade me sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think because it doesn't necessarily like fit in the suit kind of, it does, but like 
it's not like as well the sores I feel like are just so like bam 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 right. like um kind of like obvious thought obvious emotion obvious right. thing and the sword the six of swords well see it's kind of like the That's five it. of swords where you're like is this good is this right. bad do we feel sad about this right. like what is it's kind of like you had a reprieve a little bit in the four you had a challenge in the five of swords and the six you have another moment of reprieve although it's more like emotional now because the six of swords depicts you know somebody um in a boat with a boater adler <laughs> boater a boater um a boater a boater <laughs> somebody um, who boats somebody who does the boating um paddling that person away and it's usually like two cloaked people you can't see their faces in this deck you can and i think they look a little bit jolly to be honest like they're happy to be going on this trip but usually you it's like really yellow and you see people's the backs of their heads and they look maybe a little cowered over or huddled together um, and so you get this idea of kind of somberness traditionally in the Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, and the Six of Swords is telling you that it's time to like move away from something that's no longer serving you. Mm -hmm. um, and which is interesting in the Swords because we talk about those thoughts and your communications and all these things. And then the Six of Swords is this moment in the Swords where it's saying like, get up and go. It's like an action. And sometimes this card can even indicate that you are like moving like physically, <laughs> not even just yeah. emotionally or mentally removing yourself from something, but physically moving yourself away with some, um, from something. And sometimes um, that scenario that we need to remove ourselves from is so difficult that we have to have somebody like help pull us out of it, which is where that voter man comes like into play, man. like that, like they can't leave on their own. And sometimes they need the support of somebody else to like help make it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a moving away. So like if, you know, you had that three of swords where you're hurting, you know, because something happened, like maybe like a breakup or something. And then the four of swords where you're told to like, just rest now, stop fighting about it, like take a moment. And then that five of swords comes around where you finally have that discussion, trying to decide like if you're staying together or not staying together, what happened? Nobody wins because mm -hmm. all of this truth has just come out. And then in the six of swords, you've got to put on your cloak hire a boater <laughs> get away. do what you gotta do, do, you gotta do. <laughs> i mean probably not not a cloak i mean i'm gonna hire a boater today hire a boater, hire a boater today. yeah yeah i think too that sometimes it's just kind of like dealing with whatever happened in the fives also right. you know like your emotions there and you're like right. oh i need some separation right um, or whatever that is for you yes yeah that's thought you gotta think it out Think it out from a distance. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. The Six of Wands. This card in the Dark Mansions Tarot is like legit, like this is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so typically in the Six of Wands, you have no, not yeah, no, the four I'm of wands. So, like, the dark, just, we're looking at the dark mansions and they mess us all up. The four of wands is the marriage card. Yeah. Um, and they have this depicted as a the marriage card. marriage card, which is so interesting and something to always keep in mind when you're looking at different tarot decks, how they depict the cards. So in this deck, the it dark, looks like the four of wands yeah it does the four of wands though in the in the rider white smith it's um the uh the the four what is it like a it looks like a maple that, but not a maple, not a maple. it's the, the thing you like a marriage sort of thing what it's like a like a hoopa right or kind what, of like in the jewish 
Tradition, it's a, what you stand under. You're just reminding me one of Gilmore Girls. To get, I don't know, to get, <laughs> he, he builds it, right? Lion. Exactly. Yeah. To get married under. Um, yeah, so, but the six, I think of what they're showing here, though, is this idea, because there's people watching them. And with the six of wands, it's this success. It has been achieved. Victory, yeah. And you're riding sort of above the crowd. And here, everybody's looking up at them. Um, but what I like to look at with the six of wands, particularly with the rider weight version, is this idea that we can't ride above people forever, mm -hmm. you know, um, and what happens when we revel in our victory versus, you know, use it for the best, right. for the best good. Right. Um, so like typically, in it for a moment and then yeah, like, typically the imagery is that person on the horse and they're sort of riding through the, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, with the six of wands, we joked the last time about the five of wands. What's that mean? Like, are they building a tent? Are they right. fighting? Who even knows? Whatever it is, whether they were working together or they were fighting, there is now victory. Victory has been achieved. Right. <laughs> and what happens with the wands is that element of fire and passion and creativity and desire. And when passion, creativity, desire are left unchecked, it can really take over a person's life and take you down a rabbit hole or you might miss out on the other things that are happening. And with the six of wands, you know, if you don't, pause to be like what like what's happening around me and you're just like flying through on your high of amazingness right you know that that could not end super well for you we can see that kind of too in this card because they're very consumed by each other because they've just gotten mm -hmm. married um and they're they obviously deserve that moment that they've shared but they eventually have to come out of this like seclusion of just being intertwined with each other and come back out to the people that are there celebrating because you can't live in your own little bubble of joy forever sure, unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> you've got to come out and say thank you to the people that came out to for watch. you yeah. yeah yeah and appreciate those people because they're your supporters precisely which is important important um the lat did we do all the sixes all right, well, we're going to do the sevens, but we have a fun new feature on our podcast where we can listen, we can have our listeners can like call in and leave us a message. Yeah. So one of our community members are in our holistic witchery program, Dee Sandum, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right, Dee, Dee Sandum. She gave us a really short clip saying hi, so let's pause, listen to Dee, and we'll come back and do the sevens. Hello. My name is Dee Sandham and I'm a member of the Sisters Enchanted School of Magic all the way across the pond in the UK. The best thing I've learned is that magic is everywhere, it's in everything and making magic can be the easiest, quickest, most simple thing in the world once you know how. That's so fun that we get to hear from people in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> Yes, it is, Sarah. <laughs> We're so corny. It is so fun. I think it's so it fun. Is fun. Like, it's fun that it's not just us. And we can have, like, somebody, like, called in and left us a message. I picture, like, like school, like. Yeah, I picture, like, coming home from school, grabbing my, our, like, 30-foot-long corded phone from the wall yeah. and, like, calling in. To like, oh, yeah, like that, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, remember, when, like, you could like three way call all of a sudden and be like, hold the line, yes, and call like your friend in mm -hmm. and try not to hang up on the previous friend, yeah. And you could like listen or like pretend no one was there and have a conversation, and then 
yeah, super shady stuff happening. <laughs> like kids don't even know. I guess now they just show their text messages and pretend like they're not. I don't know. That's true. I don't even know what's happening. All right, the sevens. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on to the sevens. The sevens. Um, yeah, uh, seven is interesting. Uh, yeah, and in, in terms of like magical things, sevens a it's an interesting number in and of itself um, because it's you'll see it I think in magical workings and things because it's it's one of those you know as with any odd number you get like three on either side and like the pivot point in the middle so you have your one here and then we get three things on either side so when when it comes to odd numbers we're always looking at this feeling of like imbalance but uh these numbers when we look at trying to balance either side around one thing can lead to lots of abundance for us so which one are you going to start with anna i'm going to go in order from last time all right so cups first cups. so we have the seven of cups here which is a really interesting card you have this person that's kind of looking sometimes i think in the original rider weight they're kind of looking in the clouds and there's all these kind of cups coming through the clouds um, in the Dark Mansions Tarot, this little boy appears to be window shopping, and there are like seven cups in there with their their um, different items inside of them. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and this one's pretty traditional in the sense that, like, you see like a ghost coming out of one of them, a snake. There is a castle. There's jewels. Um, there's a little dragon friend. Also little snake, dragon friend. Little dragon friend. And with the Seven of Cups, you have this idea of maybe you're kind of lost in a daydreamy kind of place and maybe wearing some rose colored glasses um and in the sense that like things are looking really great um to you to like outwardly you're looking and you're like look at all of like my choices look at all these things i can do um and like which one do i pick yeah um and but not realizing that not everything is as what it seems it's kind of like your eyes are bigger than your stomach you know what i mean like you grab the biggest plate of food because it looks delicious and then two bites in you're like oh i shouldn't have done that yeah it's kind of like that that like you're like oh i want to invest i want to grab this emotional investment because it looks like really mysterious and awesome and then you start putting your time and effort into it and you find out that it's toxic or too emotional or too consuming yeah. um, because you bought it for surface value. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think also like it, that it speaks to just choosing. Choosing, well, you know, yeah. Like um, sometimes we're overwhelmed with choice mm -hmm. uh, and we don't do anything. And when you pick, just just pick, <laughs> just do something. Like pick one and uh, take your emotion out of it and you'll learn what you need to learn and then choose different next time or choose the same mm -hmm. whatever but i think that we get very emotional around choice um and with the when we're like on the second half of the cups journey after the five we had to make the choice to focus on what we have not what we don't have and then we start to get emotionally tired with decisions so i think it's a reminder as well to just choose because no matter what happens uh You'll land right where you need to land. So there you go. There you go. Next up. I like it. <laughs> the next up is the Seven of Pentacles, um, which is, I feel like, the most different of the sevens. Uh, you have this person who's kind of, um, I think from the Rider-Waite-Smith, he looks tired, like he's leaning on his rake or something, because he's just 
finished like tilling the ground for the seeds you need to plant to make something big. Um, so this, the Seven of Pentacles, is a work card. It is a card saying that, okay, you've got a lot of work in front of you, but what groundwork do you need to lay now to make that something? Like you can't just decide to be a farmer and go to land and go to like a plot of land and assume that it's going to make corn you know yeah. what I mean like you actually have just to look at it yeah you actually have to do the research and how the ground has to be prepared how far apart you have to plant the seeds you know how much water it needs um how much I don't know fertilization it needs whatever it might need I don't know I don't grow corn <laughs> but anyway <laughs> how but, does that work <laughs> but that you have to like take the steps to plant the seeds and then, like, nurture it to full growth. Like, it's just not, like, willy-nilly, this looks easy. This is a card that you have to put in the time and the effort to make something work. Mm -hmm. And it can also be a little bit of a trial and error card, too. Like, you could have done all of those things, but you planted, like, two weeks too early, so you grew nothing this year. But that doesn't mean to give up. It just means that you still have to keep putting in the effort to make it happen. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. yeah patience keep, yeah keep going don't stop yeah don't stop get it get it I don't know the rest of the words that song <laughs> if I had I like started singing it but I was like I don't know if that's right either all right <laughs> um seven of swords oh the swords like they just get me with their like like this this whole idea of the swords, I, I feel like just through this discussion, a new feeling around the swords, because the swords are always like the bad cards, and we're like, this is so shady, but like having talked about them so much, I feel like the people in the swords cards, they don't even know what's happening. Yeah, I think that it's highly misunderstood. Yeah, I feel That's like- That's why I love the swords so much. That they're like, mm, to be sad or not to be sad, to be shady or not to be shady. Right. I just don't Like, know. am I being shady? Like, was that shady? And that is that <laughs> whole thing about our thoughts, though. Yeah. You know, our thoughts are our own worst enemies. Yeah. So, and this seven of swords, I love this seven of swords in the darkness. Because <laughs> this guy definitely looks like he's up to no good. But he also doesn't look necessarily like a bad guy. And the same thing in the seven of swords in the traditional writer weight. The guy is, like, tiptoeing away, but you can tell in the background that, like, the men from the camp, it looks like a camp, like a, like a yeah, military like a, camp, yeah. and, like, the guy has, like, swindled some swords, and the guys at the military are just realizing that their swords are missing, and they're going to go after, like, who took them, um, but he doesn't look necessarily shady, you know, he just looks like, I got the swords, and he's trying to get away, Yeah. Um, so with the Seven of Swords, it's oftentimes seen a lot in tarot as the card that indicates that somebody's lying to you, um, and not telling you the truth, um, it is, like, the card that people are, like, is this relationship going to work out? Or is he cheating on me? And he pulls out the <laughs> swords and people are like, he lies. lies. But, it's like, but are you lying to yourself? Yeah, like what exactly. is actually happening here? And you, and it's just too much. <laughs> so you never really know because you kind of, in the seven of swords, you can kind of look at it like that kind of Robin Hood-esque like thing and yeah. how, you know, um, the sheriff and stuff thinks that Robin Hood's this villain because he's he's stealing from the rich mm -hmm. but then we know too that robin hood is also giving back to the poor yeah um so is he doing something wrong yes because he's stealing from people when stealing's bad but mm -hmm. he's also like trying to do something really good so it's kind of like that fine line like are you doing something 
bad or good? Yeah. Is it in the interest of only yourself? Are you only serving yourself or did you do something shady and it helped a lot of people? And like, how do you wrap your head around that from here? I feel like the sevens in general are kind of this like throwback to the fives in some way. Like we, you know, we experience all these things, but we never stop experiencing in life. And that's the story of that's the story of the tarot. Like it's our lives that we're all living all the time. And with the sevens, we're kind of, we're forced to pause and be like, okay, so some stuff's happened. Some more stuff's going to happen, but like, am I waiting? Am I deciding? And I feel like the sevens where the fives are more of like a, like a real conflict here. We're kind of just stopped in our tracks. Like, um, what do I do next? Right. You know, where it's maybe not so much of a conflict or an internal or external as it is just a, like a crossroads, you know, what do I choose? How do I look at this? Um, but with less stress on it because we've learned already, like we already, we have more wisdom behind us when we get here. This is more like the sevens. I feel like are more of like a mind bending, mind bending. number because like the fives you're, you can say like, you're sad and some people are like, yeah, I'm sad. And then you can then pose the question, but what do you have to still be happy about? Like your kids or your, you know, it's a beautiful sunny day in the sevens though, like, especially like in the swords or the cups, because you have a more, for being the, um, a, both a masculine and a feminine suit, you're looking more at like our subconscious behaviors in the sevens. And it's like, when you say to somebody, like, are you not being truthful to yourself or to somebody? Like, People are more apt to say, yes, I'm sad, than they are to say, like, yes, I'm being shady. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so in the sevens, it's, like, a little bit more of, like, am I doing something not right? You know, am I, like, living in a daydream? Am I wearing rose-colored glasses? Did I lie? Was that shady? You know, like, yeah. did they lie to me? I don't know. And so you have a little bit more questions posed here at the sevens than I feel like you do at the fives. Truth. Truth. The wands. Seven of wands. I love the wands. Seven of wands. And my thought on that always, first and foremost, when I see this card is defend yourself because it always looks like somebody has taken the high ground and is ready to defend themselves. Um, so this um, Dark Mansions tarot is pretty regular in that look that the man is on top of a hill and people are coming at him with wands and he is in defense mode. I really love... Um, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's still in print, but the Bohemian Gothic tarot, it's like a monster and he's like holding something out in front of him because people are coming at him with torches. Um, so it's like a very like misunderstood card because he's just like this little monster man living in his mansion. And then like all the people are coming to like torch his castle. It's kind of like feeding the beast. Well, you know? remember like, with the six of wands, I said, what happens if you don't ever get off that horse? Right. You know, that's true. you too. find yourself on high ground battling everybody underneath everybody you yeah mm -hmm. trying to keep your status because you weren't nice to the others that was posed very interestingly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that man should have been nice to the others <laughs> see i like how we though this is the amazing and like beautiful thing about tarot is how like sarah is like yeah that guy didn't get off his high horse and now he's got a like 
fight to survival. And then I am like on the other end being like, look at that poor man having to stand his ground, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and defend himself because he has ideas and passions and maybe somebody tried to take them from him or maybe he believes in them so much that he has to stand up and defend Which himself. Which is probably the accurate description because I <laughs> But totally no, but that's really interesting because like care in like a different way. It's fine. Um but like that's that's like the beautiful thing that though, because like depending on what the cards around it would be, it would help indicate like, well, what did you do to get yourself in this position where you're being defensive? Like, yeah. why do you have to be defensive? Or, you know, like on the other way around, like what happened that makes it, that is making it so you have to defend yourself and put in like that final stand. So the beauty of it is that there is no wrong way. Yeah, but even so, like, it is that turning point, you know, right. you do you fight these, do you fight whatever this fight is, or do you find a way to make peace? Do you walk away? Mm -hmm. Do you allow yourself to take the hit? You know, you're still with these choices, but it's not so much of a conflict, because it's like right there in front of you, and you kind of just have to choose quickly mm -hmm. and move on with yourself. So that's what makes, I think, the sevens a little different right. than the fives. But this will be really interesting to talk about when we get to the next episode. And the transition from the seven of wands to the eight, the eight and then to the nine. Yeah. And that, and then kind of like what happens from there on. Yeah. <laughs> can be a little bit of a, a tough journey there. Indeed. If you don't so, plan accordingly. So anyway. Yeah. So there you go. There's the seven, the sixes and the sevens mm -hmm. for you. Um, our take on the sixes and the sevens. And I hope what you're getting from this podcast and the, st the stories that we're sharing is how rather than having to memorize the cards, um, you can really just put yourself into the story of the cards, mm -hmm. you know, and gain so much from that and make it so much easier to sort of intuitively put together a reading and see what's relevant to you. Intuitively into it. Yeah. Intuitively into it. Uh, <laughs> what you feel like you need to know at that time. Any last words, Anna? None. None. All right then. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. If you love what you listen to, be sure to recommend us to a friend, share us on social media, give us some likes or a review. You can follow along with everything we're doing at the thesistersenchanted.com. And we will be teaching tarot and divination and intuition coming up in our holistic witchery program. So be sure to keep your eyes peeled for that as well. And until our next episode, I have you, hope you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.